Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. The best way to grow a small trading account. In this call, you are going to learn the number one method we found over the last few years to grow a small crypto account. Many people do not have much capital, but this shouldn't stop you from making it in the cryptocurrency markets. Recently, an opportunity has allowed people with no capital, so $0 input, to make between $1.5,000 to $7,000. And I repeat, you didn't need any capital to achieve this. So stick around, we're going to talk about the best way to grow a small trading account in the cryptocurrency markets. Now, of course, any opportunity depends on the actual markets. Always start with BTC and the top headlines in the crypto news. This could crash or blow up any opportunity. So let's talk about the BTC chart. BTC is currently trading around about the 19K level, recovering some lost ground after a brief sell-off earlier. In the last couple days, it did look like we were creeping up towards that 20K level, but in an all too familiar fashion, we now find ourselves trading back down again. Traditional financial markets also declined on Wednesday, so yesterday, with the tech-heavy Nasdaq, Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the S&P 500, each falling by a few fractions of a percentage point. Global inflation also continued to tick higher, with Great Britain at 10.1%, Canada 6.9%, each reporting higher increases in prices than expected. Both countries recently increased their key interest rates by 0.5% and 0.75% respectively. Hotter than expected inflation increased the likelihood that both countries would raise interest rates aggressively, similar to the US, where the Federal Reserve's Federal Open Market Committee is expected to approve a fourth consecutive 75 basis point rate hike in November. The UK stats in particular are quite concerning and a lot of people are really hoping that the UK is able to turn their financial situation around quite swiftly. Whilst it is always important to look at the BTC charts, the Ethereum chart is also helpful to consider. Sometimes the Ethereum charts can give us clues that the BTC chart does not. In today's occasion, however, it looks like they're both reacting to the same kind of pressures. Ethereum currently trading below that all-important 1.3k level. Here's hoping that we reclaim that level throughout the next few days in the weekend. But overall, we can see on the five-day chart a little bit of sell pressure for Ethereum as well. Now, the BTC, Ethereum, and altcoin markets are all very connected. When BTC struggles, Ethereum tends to struggle, and then when these two struggle together, the altcoin markets also tend to struggle. So it's unsurprising to see that a lot of the top 50 cryptos by market cap are trading in the red today. QNT, Atom, Chili's, Polygonmatic, Maker, Solana, these are all some of the top losers of the day in the top 50 by market cap. And it's interesting that these are also some of the biggest winners that we've seen throughout the last week, which just goes to confirm the volatility that we experience in cryptocurrency markets, particularly in bear markets, and how quickly something that's doing well in a bear market can just flip and reverse, and therefore the extra risk you're taking on with altcoin exposure during a bear market. With the charts complete, we now move on to the top headlines in the crypto news today. 
and then we're going to go into that all important way to grow a small crypto trading account. Starting off then with a strong headline, the $4.5 trillion asset manager Fidelity is offering ETH custody and trading to clients. According to an email reportedly sent to clients, Fidelity Digital Assets is offering institutional Ethereum capabilities for their clients starting next week. Let's see how this impacts Ethereum prices. We've also had the good news come through that Neobank N26 launches a cryptocurrency trading with more than 100 tokens. This is a German Neobank and it has launched cryptocurrency trading tools via a partnership with Bitpanda. Customers in Austria will be able to trade over 100 tokens with this set to be rolled out to other countries in the coming month. Good news for greater crypto adoption and of course ease of crypto use. Next headline is very difficult to ignore for anyone who is active in the crypto Twitter space. SBF or the uh, CEO of FTX posts regulatory manual for crypto and equity and cautions against locking in DeFi policy. In the absence of clear crypto regulations, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried released a lengthy industry norms manual. The FTX boss weighed in on decentralized finance securities and other crypto policy issues. Now this is available for review on SBF's Twitter profile and has been subject to mixed reception in the cryptocurrency markets. Now we move on to slightly less good news in the market, equally as important to be aware of. This account does not believe in Moonboy shilling, only we give you real education and crypto insights that you will need to navigate your journeys. As some exchanges closed their doors, many were upset with the resulting locks on accounts. German crypto bank Nuri has chosen a different approach. Nuri just told its 500,000 users to withdraw funds from their accounts as the firm prepares to shut down and liquidate the business. Nuri reported liquidity issues in August. The bank said that the insolvency of some of its main business partners put them over the edge. As a result, Nuri filed for temporary insolvency. While they didn't specify the business partner, many believe Celsius to be the culprit as they had partnered with Nuri. That's right, we continue to see the aftermath of Celsius. CEO Christina Mayer said they tried to work on a restructuring plan and secure a buyout, but it did not materialize. A statement from Nuri read, Nuri is closing down its business operations. We ask our customers to withdraw their funds and assets as of 18th of December. What percentage of their funds will they be able to withdraw? Well, Nuri says customers will have access to withdraw all the funds until the aforementioned date. This, of course, is a stark contract to other exchanges that lock their customers' accounts as insolvency manifested across the crypto space. Liquidations are never good for business, but for the moment, Nuri appears to be making the best of a bad situation. Now, is it really another day in crypto if there isn't news of a hack or a scam? One attacker withdrew about $10 million from Moolah Market. Most of the funds were returned, but doesn't this sound like deja vu? Celo is a layer one blockchain based on the proof of stake mechanism. It's fully compatible with the Ethereum virtual machine or EVM. The leading DeFi app on Celo is Moolah Market, which is a fork of Aave protocol version one. Users can earn yield on their deposits paid for by borrowers with over collateralized loans. In what looks like a copycat crime of the Mango Market's exploit, the attacker used native tokens Cello and Moo to artificially inflate their collateral. The block's Igor Igamberdiev broke down the actions in a tweet thread, which st started by obtaining 243,000 Cello tokens from Binance. 
They used about a quarter of this cello to borrow 1.8 million Moo tokens and then used the rest of the cello to boost the price of Moo on Oopswa. This allowed them to borrow large amounts of USD and Euro equivalent stablecoins, draining the protocol in the process. It appears as if the hacker has retained a 700k cello bug bounty worth about $0.5 million after returning the funds. Chainalysis had already concluded that October 2022 was the worst month for hacks and this trend seems to be continuing. Moving on to the tips now on how to grow your trading account. Right, the Aptos airdrop made people between $1,500 to $7,000 yesterday. Aptos is actually a project we've been talking about for a while. The Layer 1 blockchain company Aptos Foundation announced on October 18th that it had rewarded its early network participants with free APT tokens. The Aptos Foundation has provided early network participants with APT tokens. If you are eligible to claim, you will receive an email from airdrop at aptosfoundation.org in the next few hours. The foundation shared that it had allocated an estimate 20 million APT tokens, representing 2% of its initial total supply of 1 billion APT, to about 110,235 eligible participants. The airdrop tokens had an estimated value of about 200 to 260 million dollars, based on the token's market price at the time the drop took place. Now, according to the blockchain company, eligibility for the airdrop tokens was based on two categories, users who completed an application from an Aptos incentivized testnet and users who minted an Aptos zero testnet NFT. Only the original minters of these NFTs were eligible, not the current or secondary owners of the NFTs. So that was it. All you had to do was one of these methods of interactions. You didn't actually require any capital just a little bit of time to do one of these two steps and you could have earned thousands of dollars for free. No startup investment. So let's talk a little bit about airdrops and how if you miss this opportunity, you can get in on the next one and all the more that are to come thereafter. Because indeed for years, we've been telling our audience that airdrops are one of the best opportunities in crypto. We have had no shortage of articles, content, video promoting and encouraging our membership to get in on airdrops. But don't worry, it's not too late. Just stick around for a few more minutes and you'll be on your way. Let's do a quick 101. Make sure we're all on the same page here. Airdrops are just marketing strategies used by cryptocurrency projects to bootstrap awareness by giving away tokens or NFTs to participants. There are three main reasons why projects might give away tokens to create awareness for blockchain startups, naturally spreading out a predetermined number of winning wallets, and to reward users. So are there really free lunches? What's the catch? Perhaps just the fact that recklessly sharing your wallet address, social media accounts, or other quasi-personal information could have some unintended consequences. You do want to stay alert for phishing and dusting attacks. You may want to be diligent and create a designated separate wallet for airdrop interaction. Because remember, you want to keep your main wallet as private as possible. So there are a lot of uh, resources out there that list and identify upcoming predicted airdrops. CoinMarketCap, for example, has a feature that does this. So guys, airdrop identification is half the battle. There's also certain things you need to do after identification to make sure you qualify for the airdrop and that you protect your capital and exposure. So let's get on to four tips that comes after identifying a potential airdrop. So let's get into our tips. Number one, follow official accounts. 
Sometimes they will share specific rules about their airdrops ahead of time. Next up, you want to carry out a minimal amount of research on a project. If a top project is being built by a top team with lots of users trying to get the airdrop, then it will have more stringent requirements, but may also be worth more. In these instances, I would try to use more capital and try to integrate it with my everyday use. For example, if a dex and swaps functioned well, I would try to use this for all my swaps. If fees or slippage are slightly higher than my existing exchange solution, one decent airdrop will offset this. Conversely, if it is a less well-known project that is higher risk, I would spend less time and capital on it. It is risky to use lots of capital with these, and if there is less competition for the airdrop, then they will likely have less stringent qualification rules. With this framework, you can have two lists of airdropped opportunities, one which is just quickly move capital through, the other is to use it over time for a longer horizon. Strategy or tip number three, after you've identified an airdrop, don't view this as solely airdrop farming. View it as part of your research process. If you are interested in an ecosystem, the best token plays are often the top projects on that ecosystem. Simply use the ecosystem and its top protocols as a process to better understand any ecosystem you are interested in. And finally, use flagship features of the protocol. If it is a DEX or decentralized exchange, make trades and provide liquidity. If a lending protocol, lend and borrow. If it has other secondary functions, they are less likely to result in increased airdrop tokens. This feature actually dates back to the origins of airdrops when some users would try create thousands of accounts, have minimal interaction with the ecosystem, and then qualify for thousands of different airdrops, even though they are just one user and therefore from the perspective of the creator, just one more person that they managed to market to. Now they create these minimum requirements like we saw with Aptos, there were those two requirements to ensure that people who've actually used, spent a bit of time on the ecosystem are the ones who qualify for the airdrop. So as we can see, no capital required in most instances, just spending a little bit of time interacting with an airdrop after you've identified it. That is goodbye in Kurdish.